Hi, this is Carol Sutton Lewis, and welcome to A Taste of Ground Control Parenting. I've been thinking a lot about the upcoming election, and I asked my friend Dr. Victor Carrion, who talked with us in Season 1 about coping with Back to School 2020, to talk with us for just a few minutes about coping with election anxiety. I found it helpful. Hope you will, too. Victor, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with me today to talk about something that has been really on my mind and I imagine on the mind of of many parents out there, and that is the upcoming election and the cloud of anxiety around it. I I was thinking of you the other day when I was just really feeling weighted by... um, the the thinking about how so much seems at stake with this election. And so my thoughts naturally turned to how we talk to our children about this. But I I felt like not only was I concerned about talking to children, I was concerned about myself and talking to my peers. So how should we be dealing with the anxiety that is surrounding this, this upcoming election? Yes, the stakes are high. The stakes are huge. And anxiety is is part of being human. It's really a human motivator. Uh, as I've mentioned, it's not really anxiety about the election. <laughs> it's more anxiety about the outcome, right? There's nothing inherent about an election. The election is actually the vehicle that's going to help us uh, mm-hmm. give us a sense of control. And some of the anxiety comes from that, from feeling that our control will be taken away, that our vote will not matter. When I say we're not anxious about the election, we're anxious about the outcome, what I mean is we're anxious about this country not coming together. We are anxious about violence that may ensue the night of the election, days after the election. And we are anxious because our families are already dealing with so much that our, our space to reach our threshold, right, is it, it, becoming shorter and shorter because stressors accumulate and accumulate. Now, there are some positives to this. As I said, um, Anxiety can be a great motivator and can motivate us to to do things and and to adapt to gain our control uh, exert our control in democracy through the voting process um, and also there's a finality to it unlike other things like corona or violence or racial injustice. We know that the election is on November 3rd. We know that the inauguration is in January. So so the outcome may not be the one that we want, but the finality will be there. And usually when there's no finality, that just increases the anxiety further. So that's that's one positive component about this. So then the, the issue is, what do we do, <laughs> right? What do we do uh, besides waiting and voting? Um, well, we need to, to monitor our news intake. We need to, to make sure that, that we don't freeze and just watch the news for the whole day. Exercise is very important. We need to be active. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but David Spiegel at Stanford after 9-11, 
uh, did this study where he looked at the amount of hours that people were spending watching the news. And, and he looked at that as a predictor of anxiety and depression. And watching news about 9-11 for more than two to three hours a day was a significant predictor of developing anxiety disorder, not only anxiety, the, the one we're talking about now, but an anxiety disorder and a depressive disorder uh, months after 9-11. So we really need to monitor our news intake. You know, I just want to stop you right for a second there, because that is so important. I have been saying consistently these days that one of the issues, one of the anxiety promoters is the existence of a 24-hour news channel, regardless of, of whatever um, slant it has on the news. News doesn't news that needs to be reported does not exist on a 24-hour cycle. It's not that every minute of every day there's something that needs to be reported. And so these news channels have a lot of time to fill the airwaves with a lot of information and they want to attract viewers. So there's going to be they're going to sensationalize that information. So I understand perfectly why more than two or three hours, first of all, you're going to hear the same thing over and over again because you can only write so much in a day, but just the concept that you that there is sufficient news for you to have to sit in front of a, a television or your computer and hear it for more than a few hours. <laughs> I mean, breaking news will get to you <laughs> somehow, but I, I really become so much less of a fan of that concept because I really do feel that it is anxiety provoking. All the all the flashlights and colors and sounds that mm -hmm. did not exist in TV before the internet, but the TV has adopted because they have seen the addictive effect that it the, mm -hmm. that that it produces when we use the internet or, or when we use our phone. And, and now they have the same thing, right? They, they, they have verbal information, they have written information, they have little stars in the corner. Uh, so, so, so it's overstimulation. So mm -hmm. I, I talked about the physiological cost, right? Well, we are all dealing with physiological cost of the, our stress right now. We don't need more physical stimulation. In fact, what we need is the opposite. We need to meditate, we need to relax, we need to exercise, we need to sleep well, we need to not abuse alcohol and drugs, we need mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. seek help when we need it, we need to talk to others, we need to maintain uh, our social connections, right? This physical distancing cannot be interpreted as, be, as being socially disconnected uh, because mm -hmm. that's the, we need the opposite for our health. Right. So social distance, yes. Social disconnection, no. <laughs> and so that actually is a good thing for us to remember. And and to stay socially connected, uh, you can talk to people, I mean, via computer or phone or writing. I mean, you can still connect with people, even if you can't hug them <laughs> for now. <laughs> so, so this is helpful because it, it 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 really even just listening to you say this reminding me and reminding all of us of the things that we can do to counteract sort of this sort of um consistent sort of low level hum of anxiety about this this future which to your point will there will be an outcome soon which is which is better than not knowing when the outcome will come 
but it's such a big outcome and it feels like an outcome that's very weighted. And so it, it's good that it's soon, but the import of it just feels so great that that's, it's not the normal comfort of something ending is kind of counterbalanced by the fact that it could go different ways. I appreciate, and you're doing a great job of this, that it's tough to talk about this in a bi, in a nonpartisan way. And, but, but it is, it's a, this anxiety is actually nonpartisan because however you want it to come out, somebody's going to be happy and somebody is not. And so everybody is anxious about the, um, there, there will be winners and losers and, and everyone is anxious about the, the process. So because I just wanted to grab a few minutes of your time, I just wanted to shift quickly to how we are talking to our children. Now we're keeping them away from the screen. For, for, we're, we're, we're limiting and managing their news intake, ours and theirs as well. But it seems to me there are two things that our children are going to be sort of struggling with. The the same thing that we're all struggling with, this sense of of something big is about to happen, like this fear of of what could go wrong if things if things don't to your point, it's more about the outcome. If if things um go wrong in the process, first of all, and then if things go wrong after the uh, after the outcome, I, I really think it will help the nation if it is a very definite and clear outcome. Mm-hmm. Kids need to understand that the whole voting process, everything that we are going through, including our own anxiety, is because we're doing something for the benefit of everyone. And that's what citizenship is. We do a lot of things to take care of ourselves, right? We go to the supermarket. I'm talking about exercise. You know, we do a lot to take care mm-hmm. of ourselves, and that's important and necessary. But we also do things for others, and voting, and being anxious, and helping others in the voting process, and helping others with their anxiety, is part of what being a citizen means. So I would tell my child, there's an opportunity for you here to be a mm-hmm. citizen. How are you going to do it? And let them exert that creativity that many children have in ways and means. I mean, I love going to the supermarket and seeing these posters that kids write, like, thank you for our workers, you know, that work in the supermarket. (laughs) And and so they are. They are being good citizens doing Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, They they can create posters to encourage people to vote. Yes. That was the channel. Exactly. But they then need the assurance that you feel the competency and that you have the confidence, the confidence to um, keep them safe and keep them secure. Mm-hmm. We may have our own issues with that, <laughs> but we need to send the message to them that they are safe and that they are secure because that's what they want to hear and that's what they need. This is so great. I really feel better. I'm not just saying that. You've given a really good roadmap, a really good pathway for us to walk on these next however many days are left. And um, and I really, I thank you. When the going gets rough, I'm just going to listen to your words again and keep it together and keep it together for my kids. I hope that listening to Dr. Carrion has helped you feel better too. However you're feeling, the most important thing is that you remember to vote. And please remember to stay tuned for the launch of Season 2 of Ground Control Parenting with Carol Sutton Lewis, coming very, very soon. Until then, take care and thanks for listening.